Ladies and people who want to know why I don't say I'm polyamorous, Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet. This is the Kill Your Inner Loser show. Let's fucking go. I'm joined here by my guest, my girlfriend, my fellow sick person, Imogen. We're both sick as a dog right now. Yeah. When I, at first when you said sick, I thought you meant like, cool. But no, we're actually just fully unwell. sick. Absolutely unwell as fuck. Mm-hmm. So this is a podcast answering a question from a lovely young gentleman. Mm-hmm. Beautiful young man. Yeah. Absolutely fucking gorgeous human being. No homo. Called Ed. And Ed's been on the podcast a couple of times. I've done interviews with him and he's also on my Patreon. And people on my Patreon get to ask me questions every now and then if they pay me money, because I like money. And his question is is quite a deep one. He's got a couple of questions here. So I'll start by reading out the question. Do you or your girlfriend consider yourself polyamorous? Do you identify with the poly community? I don't see you use their language very often. For example, terms like ethical non-monogamy or swinging or relationship anarchy, which we had to look up what the fuck that means. Yeah, meant. just before this. Primary, secondary, nesting partners, which I don't even know what any of that means, etc. Do you have any thoughts on the polyamory philosophy and how it fits into your lifestyle? So that is his main question. <clears throat> we agreed that you were going to answer this question first and mm-hmm. then I was going to answer it second so that I don't bias your answer. Because I already I'm going to go off on a different tangent and, and you've got completely different. Plus, you're also going to hate on polyamorous people. You're going to hate on open relationship people and explain why they're all purple haired fatties. Yeah, you are. Was that me that was going to? That was you. Go. So I've, I've never used that, like the word polyamory to describe our relationship. Because when I say it, I have the connotations that I have with that word are a bit like weird. Like it's some weird outside. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like I would never tell anybody like I'm polyamorous. Like I think technically we could fit into that definition. And I think like, I've never been one to go about labeling things. And I think that's part of what you feel about it all. But Mm -hmm. ultimately, I think I just have like a weirdness associated with the word and what you touched on before. I have this sense of like polyamorous people are these these like maybe not the most attractive. Purple haired fatties. Out there sort of people that I don't know. It's not a sexy image when I think of like a polyamorous like. Yeah. Person. No no offense to anyone who is polyamorous. We're certainly not hating on the whole community, so don't take it like that. But if you look at the community as a whole, there are a lot of unattractive people who are into open relationships. It does seem to be a very big trend for some reason. And we're not quite sure why, but Yeah. As a general trend, they're not the most gorgeous people of all fucking time. And I don't even think it's necessarily that. It's just that by labeling it, you kind of make because the average person doesn't necessarily know the specifics of like what polyamory involves like they might think mm. like sister wives or like i don't know like some you think like uh i think of sister wives or yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> either that weird conservative vibe or yes that very like, the like deep south of america what are they called again my brain is not working because of this cold neither is mine yeah. so so there's partly that because i wouldn't want to go around telling people that I'm this thing and then for them to have these associations with it, for me to have to explain everything. If I just say to people that, like, I want to tell, like, 
I'm in an open relationship. That's that's the term I use. I say I'm in an open relationship. Andy and I see other girls together. That's like I just say we fuck girls together. That's how I say it. Literally, I just phrase it like that. Like we fuck girls together. That just seems to be the quickest way of explaining for me. I'm obviously not going to say that to someone in polite company, but <clears throat> for them, I would say we sleep with girls together. That just seems to get the fucking point across. It's not an open relationship because then you have to say, oh, is she fucking other men? Well, no. Oh, but isn't that hypocritical? Well, she doesn't want to and I don't want her to. And so, you know, not that I would. See, I have to fucking explain. See why this shit pisses me off. I have to then explain. But I didn't make her not sleep with other men. That was just my my boundary and my deal breaker. And she was cool with that. And she also like it's such a fucking annoying thing to have to explain this shit. That's my main reason why I don't identify with that polyamory because i have to explain how it's different from traditional polyamory so i've just wasted time by using the polyamorous label i've literally wasted time it's less efficient it's easier for me to say imogen and i fuck girls together do you ever fuck girls by yourself no done done does she ever fuck guys no done like it's so easy to just say we fuck girls together and people get that that's even how you explain it to your mother you sure, didn't say fuck, not in you such said, like, crass terms. Yeah, you said we date girls together. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. It's like a couple's thing that you guys are doing together. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like it gets the point across. <clears throat> and so a lot of these other, like the language that they use and the labels they use and stuff, it's just you pigeonholing yourself into a definition that you then, if you don't fit that definition, mm-hmm. have to go and fucking explain. Yeah. And I think with each community, like there's different words that, um, have been listed in this question, like non-monogamy. Sure, technically we fall into that. And sometimes we'll say we're non-monogamous. But I think swinging, like each- But I don't even count us as non-monogamous. That's that's the bit that, like, do you see how you have to then get in the nitty gritty, get in there and explain the nitty gritty? We're not non-monogamous. Yeah, because I would say we that- We fuck girls together. How it, that is that not still a monogamous relationship? It's just where it's almost like, it's going to be harsh on the girls that we there. And like, don't take this wrong. It's almost like they're a- there's something that we're doing together. Sure. And that doesn't mean we dehumanize them or objectify them or anything, but it's definitely us as a couple doing something with them. Mm. That still feels monogamous to me when we do it. Yeah, because I think that like with each label comes uh, like specific rules almost, like there's the swinging community and there'll be like different rules or like standards that the, <clears throat> that community will live by once you label it. But I think once you just, I don't know, put it in lay person's terms, like it, mm. it becomes a lot simpler less intimidating as well we've mm-hmm. talked about this with bdsm there's a reason that we don't use most of the bdsm words and labels and rules and all that crap because first of all we don't give a shit about any of that every time i do a podcast i say i'm going to put my phone on silent and then i forget to we don't we're trying to lower the barrier to entry here especially for you guys listening you guys and girls we're trying to lower the barrier to entry to any of this stuff that you might want to do yourself if we go and call ourselves polyamorous and we use all the words and all the language and the labels and all that it raises the bar, raises the barrier to entry, sorry. It makes you feel more intimidated. Oh, I don't know all those buzzwords. I have to go and figure them out. It makes it intimidating. It makes you not want to try any of this stuff. And that is not my fucking goal or your goal. Our goal is for you guys and girls, if you want to try some of this shit, to try it. And so using the language literally makes it harder for you to do that because you go, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that one is. Shit, I have so much learning to do before I can actually even try this shit. And it's like, no, you could try this shit right now. Mm. If you're sleeping with a girl, just tell her, hey, by the way, I'm seeing, uh, uh, I'm going to casually date other other people. If you're not cool with that, just tell me. That's fine. 
and we'll end things. But as long as you're cool with that, like, let's keep seeing each other. And she was like, okay, cool. You don't have to like explain, hey, listen, I'm polyamorous and, you know, I'm into ethical non-monogamy. It's like, And then she's like, what does any of that even fucking mean? Can you explain what the rules are? Like, you're using buzzwords. This is why I don't like buzzwords, because people use buzzwords. The intention of a buzzword is to save time, right? That's why we use buzzwords. To try and save time, you use a label because there's connotations around the label and you're tr- it's like jargon. People use jargon in a like in the workplace or in a community. The fucking red pill love jargon. We we joked about some bullshit jargon today that some idiot commenter left that I deleted. Keep leaving stupid comments on my videos, guys. I love when you do that because you get muted. I've said this a million times. You get muted and you don't know that you're muted, so you keep leaving these fucking dumb Maybe comments and don't no leave stupid comments. Because- or just don't leave. Anyway, the point that I'm getting to is like jargon the intention of it or the the supposed purpose of it is to save time but what happens is someone who doesn't know the jargon first of all feels alienated and they're like well what the fuck does any of this mean so now you've raised the barrier to entry and now most people that's by design for a lot of communities they want that i don't i will never be i see that as almost like gatekeeping it is gatekeeping i also see it as like mild holier than thou like i know all the language i'm the best and a lot of communities the red pillar fucking gods at doing this at equating the more jargon you know with the more intelligence you supposedly have like if i know all the buzzwords in the red pill then i'm the most professional red pillar ever i can say all the big words like chad and simp and alpha fucks beta bucks and you know simping and all like all those stupid fucking words that don't really mean very much or that get misused anyway and if i learn all the language i'm the most red pill of all it's like you're you're all sitting a test and you're trying to show that, like, I can get the most, I can get the best score on this test. I know most of the buzzwords. So I, w- I think that's just you jerking yourself off. I see that done in the polyamorous community a lot. Definitely fucking BDSM community do that. I think, How many buzzwords do you know? I think the appeal is the exclusivity <clears throat> of it all. Um, they want it to be exclusive, and I can never be okay with yeah, that. We've- it's gatekeeping. It's mild bullying almost. I don't know if bullying is the right Not word. the right word, but... But you're keeping out the people who want to come. You're you're, you're intentionally excluding newbies. BDSM community are fucking bad for that. And so are the polyamorous community. So fucking bad. So fucking bad. Like, oh, you need to learn all the buzzwords and you have to learn, like, all the safety stuff and you have to learn, like, all of this. And yes, I'll always be on board with safety. I always fucking talk about safety. But, like, that's just you sitting down with the girl and saying, like, hey, like, if there's anything you don't like, like, let's talk about it now. You know, if there's anything you, you want to try, let's try that. And then you just kind of go and see what you like, see what she likes, figure it out together. You don't have to fucking learn a hundred different safety buzzwords and all this kind of like, you're just, it's like this shit shouldn't need an instruction manual. And if you require an instruction manual, I see that as gatekeeping. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but that's not my shit. That's not what I'm going to put across. I'm going to lower the barrier to entry to this shit. Same as talking to girls. Pickup artists are really fucking bad at this. The red pill are really fucking bad at this. You got to learn all the fucking buzzwords. You, we're going out to sarge the girls. We're going to do some sets. We're going to fucking, you know, learn the routines and we're going to DHV and we're going to fucking like pick up on some IOIs and all these words that don't fucking mean anything because you're just talking to women. Just go say, hey, you're cute. What are you up to today? Can I get your phone number? We'll grab a drink. Is that really that fucking hard? No, but people gatekeep and put these barriers barriers to entry because it makes you feel more elite and more exclusive if you have all these jargon all this jargon and buzzword you get to sit on this like throne of moral superiority and say i know all these labels 
I'm the best at learning labels. Yeah, congratulations. You're great at learning labels. Great. I'm, I'm very proud of you. You can memorize shit. You, you must have done well in school. You can write, learn. Brilliant. Jesus Christ. Your turn. <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah, we, we talked a lot about these same concepts on the podcast episode about why we don't use a safe word with the same... Which, to be clear, for anyone taking that out of context, we very, very, very much value safety and the girl having a good fucking time. But, yep, carry on. Yeah, exactly like you talked about, like that exclusivity, just making it more accessible for people to try. Yeah, yeah, and especially the girl who's having, um, like, BDSM sex with us or any girls who do, rather than saying, okay, this is a safe word, this is how this works, this is how blah, 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 we like to do it a hell of a lot slower. We'll go ridiculously slow. We'll say, like, hey, do you want to try this? How does this feel? And asking for feedback constantly. I don't think we need to do a whole other podcast. If someone wants to take no. that out of context, fuck them, they can do that. <clears throat> so, gatekeeping, we don't like labels. It ends up being way more work to use labels and then have to explain to a newbie what we mean. Or what happens most of the time is someone will hear the label. Like if, if we were to talk about, you know, we're into ethical non-monogamy. And I mean, I guess that kind of explains itself fine. But like if we started using phrases like relationship anarchy, none of you know what the fuck that means. In fact, you'll hear that and be like, what? So do you guys like have a shit relation? What do you mean? Yeah, anarchy? Ca- case in point, we had to Google. <laughs> and we still couldn't figure out what the fuck they were yeah. talking about with relationship anarchy. From what we could tell, they're saying using the same philosophies of anarchy that you would apply to like like non-government or not wanting the state to rule your life. And like, we had to go down this rabbit hole for five. And then I was just like, I give up. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about with relationship anarchy. It, it doesn't matter. So the point that we're getting to is like, if we can go and Google something and still not really understand what they're actually trying to say with this buzzword, then what hope does a newbie listening to this shit have? And remember that my goal or one of my goals is to bring newbies on board, so to speak. I'm trying to do the opposite of gatekeeping. I'm trying to make this as accessible as I possibly can. That's my mission. To make getting laid, having a girlfriend, or any of you women listening, fucking finding an awesome boyfriend, whatever your goals are. I'm trying to make this shit as accessible and easy and doable as possible. I talk about taking baby steps every day, starting small, the slight edge. I try and lower the barrier to entry as much as I possibly can. When I say go and talk to girls, I literally just say go and say hello to a woman. I don't say you have to learn this line and do this and that and the other and all this kind of like high entry, like high barrier to entry shit. Because I don't think that helps you. It doesn't. And I think the same with the the labels like polyamory and all that kind of shit. You hear polyamory and, and you all have your own definition of your own like idea and connotations around that word. But you will have to go and like figure out what I mean when I say polyamory. And again, we don't fit into this polyamory lifestyle idea pigeonhole shit. Like we don't. We fuck girls together and that's it. Only together. Is that polyamorous? Is that non-monogamous? I don't fucking know. Like so it doesn't help to say that word if we then have to explain what we actually mean. Mm-hmm. Anything else you would like to add? No, I would just like to apologize to anybody watching that I've now like wiped my nose about 15 times, but yeah, 
Fuck the haters. If they don't like the fact that we're sick, they can suck my dick. That rhymes. I'm sure some people are into, I don't know, some sort of like- There's probably a fetish of like two guys, two guys, (laughs) two people doing a podcast- while sick, that's probably you. F- leave a comment below. Anyone who gets off on, like, do you think there's ASMR for it? Like, there's got to be ASMR. Like- anyone, Google guys. Okay, here's here's your fucking mission. I want you guys to send me the creepiest fucking ASMR video that you've ever seen in your entire life. The weird, creepy one I saw was that woman with like candles in the background. She's like scraping the microphone and shit. Like that. That's what all ASMR, ASMR is. ASMR that's right not now. specifically creepy. No, I bet there's one of like a really cute girl who's really sick. I'm ASMRing you, interrupting. We could make a really good. We could make a really good one about a sick person and do like tissues and sniffles. This is gonna sound horrendous, but. I love y'all very much. Bye. Bye. Stay beautiful. Stay humble. Actually, don't stay humble. Fuck being humble. Actually, you should be humble. Actually, don't use the word should. You should never use the word should.